Sam, you have the wheel. Uh, I'm gonna. I'd like to buy a vowel. I'd like to buy an e. Do we have an e? We have an e on the board. I'd like to solve the puzzle. Go ahead. Is it the second Beats show? Oh my God! It's the second best show, you fucking idiot! The second best show. Ah. Uh. Don't get the leather daddies riled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and math teachers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're really big, really big with the math teachers. Is it is it the cool math teachers, the ones that like turn the turn the chair around and and you know sit down and be like, hey guys, let's talk about math problems. Hey, you kids. <laughs> I had this math teacher who, um, nice man, math teacher, started at the high school and didn't last a semester. We ran him out of town, the, and and I I'd like to say we like as if as if I was part of it. I don't think I was, but this guy rolled into high school on roller skates. Literally, rolled like he like I think he had short shorts. Which again, like I'm not trying to like. Well, okay, so so now I think he would be met with like that dude's rad, but like at that time you're asking for trouble. Yeah. I mean, I hear that now and I'm like, I wish I was that free. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is how horrible kids are, right? Because mm-hmm. we look at that and we're like, fuck yeah, dude. And like, he had these like really big curls uh, in the back of just the back of his hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and he drove like a VW bus. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's awesome. This guy sounds like me in six months. <laughs> <laughs> he, right? I'm scared of to death of teens. If I was walking down the street at night and on one side of the street was escaped convicts holding knives, bats, and guns. And on the other side of the street were teens looking at their phones with headphones on. I'd go on the side of the street with the escaped convicts. <laughs> the teens get one look at you. They're like, get them. Yeah. <laughs> what are you wearing? Is that a target V-neck? <laughs> it's fucking kids. Bobby, I'll take uh, I'll take second best for three hundred. Second best classic game show. What is today's topic? Five hundred dollars on the board. Sam Cohen. <laughs> that is correct. It was three hundred. <laughs> 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 Woo, baby! We're not three minutes into the show, and I already have an umbrage card to play here. Was it that I bet three hundred dollars? Yes, you and, gave and Sam two hundred extra dollars. <laughs> he got a bonus. <laughs> okay, fine. Then I fully expect to be awarded extra credit. Well, you might get a bonus. Uh, this entire episode, I'm going to gamify it. Uh, you're going to get an umbrage bonus of two hundred and fifty dollars right now. Congratulations, you've pulled ahead. Hey, umbrage bonus. Bobby's just got a wallet full of Bobby bucks and he's just giving them out willy nilly. I'm the game master. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm excited, guys. I I remember being like sick as a kid and like I would stay home and watch Price is Right and stuff. Um, Classic game shows right up my alley.
I agree with you. For me, it was staying home sick, Price is mm-hmm. Right, cut over to Regis, back to Price <laughs> is Right, commercial break, cut back over to Regis, Price mm-hmm. is Right, Regis, Price is Right, Regis. And then as soon as like the, the soaps came on, as soon as like the soap operas came on, you're like, oh, fuck, what the fuck? I might as well go to school now. Back to video games. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'll read a book. Uh, I feel like game shows were a perfect uh, bridge between like, uh, you know, uh, grandparents and uh, and you as a kid, because I feel like my like grandparents were always down to watch Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, Price is Right. They're always down for that shit. Mm-hmm. And so was I. So that was always a good, good memories around that. I feel like it's a universal thing. It's like everybody likes to think that they're smart and that they could uh, answer a question that other people couldn't. Mm. There's a little bit of like the folly of the people on there too. Like that's always entertaining, yeah. like entertaining if they win, but kind of funny when they lose, especially if they lose like spectacularly. It's, it's not fun to watch somebody just like, kind of like do above average. Like you don't want to see B plus on jeopardy. You want to see fucking Ken Jennings, or you want to see somebody just like dive bomb in the first round and walk out of there with like negative $15,000. Like you want to see the, the, the greatest and the worst and nothing in between. I think also too, like, especially with games where like price is right. I feel like there's different things that attract you to it. Cause like I, as a kid, I was like one, like a thousand percent there for Plinko. And if there was no Plinko that episode, I was pissed. But if Plinko's out, I was thrilled. But then there's like the market strategy of <laughs> like my grandpa would be like, I know exactly how much a bottle of pledge costs. <laughs> and it is 425, bitch. Here you go. Like, <laughs> It's like, uh, b- Bobby, Bobby, I'll take this one. Yeah. Yeah. I got this one. Oh yeah. It's 425. Yeah. You're watching prices yeah. right with, with grandma. And she's like, oh, that whirlpool. That's eight ninety nine. Not a dollar less, not a dollar more. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. What is the theme for our first round? Theme for the first round is best play along show. Is it really fun to watch and play along at home with friends and family as you watch the show? I feel like. Some shows are better or worse at this, but what's like, you know, peak, uh, peak participation. I envision somebody's watching and then someone's just walking by behind them and going like getting kind of like rolled up into it. And then another person in the family is just watching, you know, going to the, to the kitchen and grab a snack and they're like, oh, and then they roll up into it and then they get all into it. And then the shouting, you start shouting at the TV. <laughs> like it was Napoleon. <laughs> Uh, shall we dive in? Let's do it. Let's dive right in. First matchup, best show to play along with. Is it Who Wants to Be a Millionaire versus Supermarket Sweep? So we have a trivia game going up against a <laughs> grocery <laughs> trivia game <laughs> slash physical challenge. Can you guys uh Give me just a quick summary of Supermarket Sweep. I think I've seen it like a few times, but I wasn't a big Supermarket Sweep person. Can you guys just kind of catch me up a little bit? No. Okay, so I'll take the first part, and then, Bobby, you take the second part. The second part is the more entertaining part. The first part kind of sucks, but if you don't get through the first part, you don't deserve the second part. Actually, can I take a guess? Yeah. Is this this the one where you... At some point in time during the the the, the, the show, you, you ever like the, the contestants have a cart, a shopping cart, and then they <laughs> just book it 
through the 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 grocery store or whatever, and they just load up their gro- their cart with whatever the fuck ever and whatever they have in there. If it meets a certain criteria, they like either get to keep it or they win or something like that. Or yeah, kind of. That's part of it. So okay, so so the first part is that there's a trivia part, and it's the host will say, uh, "What is a cat's favorite food or something." Um, and then somebody will ding in. They'll say fancy feast. The host will say that's correct. Yeah. So if you perform well in that, like questions, question and answer round, your your banking time for that, like final that big like supermarket sweep, right? So that's the big. Um, it's kind of a scavenger hunt, and then also kind of a because um, I think there was like two rounds, right? Like one was more of a scavenger hunt, yeah. and the other one was kind of like a price one, like can you get the highest value ticket items? And then whoever has like the most, like the biggest haul in that cart wins. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So it'd be like part like, Hey, go find this can of gravy that has, you know, our flag on it or something. That'd be the first part. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So then it leads up to that big, like you're kind of just hanging out for that big payoff at the end when it's just like this wild, like thing of like multiple teams running through an empty grocery store, like trying to fill up their carts and like grab particular things for bonuses. And yeah, but the only thing that really makes that first part kind of interesting is that they're banking time and the teams with obvious more time, get more up. Op- like they have more opportunity to win. Okay. Like in those final rounds. I, yeah. So I, that's, it's funny. Cause I never remember the first part. I remember the second part because it was like an unhinged frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it's just people hurling turkeys yep. from across the aisle like into their car. Okay, you got me. I'm I'm in. I think uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Guys Grocery Games, but there's a modern version of this hosted by the one and only Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. And uh it's you know, I still think I enjoy the old cheesy dumb one to the new thing, but was it of its time? Does it seem a little out of place in today's Well, the new one I think they integrate actual like cooking challenges like there's a cooking element too so it's half of a food a little bit of a food show i'm out a little bit of that so it's not just rampant consumerism uh but i think as far as like uh the like the at home like playability right like watching and like it was a super it was a good one for yelling at the tv yeah it's hard to say because i feel like who wants to be a millionaire it's also a good hate watch and a good watch because trivia is kind of always appealing, right? Trivia is always, you can dip in, you can dip out. Here's the thing. I feel like the stakes of who wants to be, a, a and we're going to get into it later, but but um, it does play into playing along. Like I felt like there was more drama with who wants to be a millionaire. And so mm-hmm. yelling at the TV, like I, I remember watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and and knowing like the answer or whatever, or having something be so stupidly obvious, and yeah. it's like for three hundred thousand dollars, and you're sitting there and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire didn't last. That, the appeal didn't last long for me because like it's not a very interesting game. It is just kind of basic trivia with those like lifeline, phone a friend, like to help you, like. It's not like tactical or interesting. It's just kind of like, do they know it? Don't they know it with a couple, you know, like aids for them to like help you out along the way. And, but they drew out so much that like they manufactured the, that drama. The drama. Of, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. The like, you know what I mean? Like it was just too much of that. Like I want more game. Personally, I wasn't above that. 
I, I got. I, <laughs> I wasn't above that. I uh, I was a perfect mark. I was like, fuck it, I'm in. Well, yeah, because part of it is you either like you start to root for the contestant. That's the thing. Or or even better is when you really fucking loathe the contestant and you're like, <laughs> please lose, please lose, fantastically. Like that's the best. Okay, I think is it time to vote? Best to play along with. <sighs> best to play along with. Uh, I'd have to say, uh, I really wish we had some tense, like game show music. Pause. Who's to say we don't? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to say, uh, I don't have, I don't have any more lifelines. I think uh, it's uh, supermarket sweet. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. That's my final answer, Sam. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! I gotta pay off my house. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bobby. That's incorrect. The correct answer is "Who wants to be a millionaire?" <sighs> Sweet. I'm glad. I I'm glad I chose "Who wants to be a millionaire." Who wants to be a millionaire takes it. Boo! Takes it. Hiss. It moves on to the next round. Supermarket sweep. Please head to the checkout. Next matchup. Matchup two. Best play along show. Family Feud. Or deal or no deal. This is a very easy one for me, but I, I I'm curious to know what you guys think. All right, I'm going to show my whole ass here. I'm going to uh, 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 I'm going to I'm going to let you guys know right now. I am not a fan of deal or no deal. I'm not either. It's the, <laughs> me neither. It's the, it's the oh thank God oh my gosh you guys it's the worst show ever. It's so boring. There's just suitcases. There that's it. And and Bobby, if you want to talk about like manufactured drama, like Deal or No Deal is all manufactured drama. Yeah, it's manufactured drama in a show that I'm like, do I not understand what's happening? Yeah. No, I or know. Is this show really stupid? Because <laughs> I, I can barely, ex- I've seen it a bunch. I, I've read synopses yeah. to try to prepare myself for this episode to explain it to you. And I sort of just like, you're just guessing suitcases? Like, and the whole conceit of the banker and their call and their, oh, oh, what do you what do you think they actually like on the other side of the line? Was there even anyone on there? No, it's Howie Mandel talking to himself. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this much: if there's actually a banker on the other line, that's a that that makes it even worse. That's even dumber. Oh yeah, if there's actual actual banker, it's like when you go to buy a car, go to buy a car, and they're like, "Well, yeah, we can. Uh, we just have to check with our finance guy." And it's like, wait, are you actually talking to a guy back there? <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a, just get a used car salesman to come in. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. It's a guy with Google Sheets. Yeah. And also that that uh, that show, like it also kind of like conceptually doesn't make any sense because like there's a, a hit a certain a threshold of amount of money where like I'll just go give me a hundred grand because I don't care about making any more than that. Like the greed, the, the greed, the greed, the greed. I guess so. That's the no deal. That's the no this, deal. This show only works in America. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. And so here's the thing also. There's 20. So they that, that's the conceit of the show. They go like suitcase by suitcase and they go and it starts at a penny and it goes up to a million and they just like deal or no deal all the way down. There's 26 of those goddamn things. Uh, so, yeah, I they must groom those people exceptionally well or just pay them to participate because I feel like I'd hit like 30 grand and be like, deal, I'll take it. I'm out of here. Oh, dude. Like- <laughs> think i would get to like 20 grand or something 15 and be like sweet especially since they filmed that shit in like studio city for you for you sam it'd be like a 20 minute drive for ten thousand bucks <laughs> like 
<laughs> for like in four hours, like mm-hmm. I'm in. Like, th- yeah. Jokes on you, Howie. So that's deal or no deal. What do you guys think about Family Feud? I I think I like the game Family Feud. I'm not sure I love the uh, presentation of Family Feud. I'm gonna get real nitpicky. Here. Hot take alert. Uh, hot take. Yeah, hot take alert. Um, Is it the mustache? It might be the mustache. It might be uh, uh, Steve Harvey. Uh, maybe I'm not a fan. Well, okay. He he. I think what he turned it into is like the Steve Harvey show. So yeah, a couple yes, a couple years ago they discovered that if they make the survey answers or the survey questions overly sexual, then the mm-hmm. um, then the contestants will say sexual things, and then uh, Steve Harvey will make that face. He'll make the mug, and people will laugh. And then, um, mm-hmm. and then they'll, and then it gets, and then it memed. gets memed and then they'll do it again. But, but, but the, so to answer your question, like the, just the, the for like the game of family feud, I think is fun. I think that idea of like guessing mm-hmm. what, you know, the majority of people like in this category or whatever, like what other people would say or think, I think is inherently fun, um, and challenging because it really makes it subverts your expectations. You think there's a highbrow version of a family feud out there? I think there is. I think you could definitely make the categories of the questions like more. I mean, if you like turned up the heat, you could probably make it more scientific. Turn up the heat. Yeah. Family feud nights. Nights. Yeah. Uh, Add a combat section to it, you know, where the families fight each other. Like an actual feud. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, Family Feud I think is fun to scream at. Uh, been some good. Uh, uh, I, I feel like I could have also done a category on this of um, best video game adaptation because a lot of these have some pretty decent video game versions, and Family Feud is one I think that works. Like the at home game, Family Feud works too. I want to ask you guys a question: between Family Feud and Deal or No Deal, mm-hmm. who, which of those two would you rather host? Hmm. Do I get to pick the questions for Family Feud? Because if I have to stand up there and be like, um, women hate it when men do this, I'm going to lose my lose it and pull all my hair out. Well, okay, then. Are you an executive producer? Do you have like an executive producer credit? I've been known to produce. Okay, then sure. Okay, I'd rather uh, I'd rather host Family Feud. I feel like uh, Family Feud is the better game. But I feel like it's the harder hosting gig because mm. you've got to like banter with all the families. And mm. then especially that one where they do the head to head with each of the family members or whatever. Mm. Like there's just a lot of back and forth you're doing. And I think there's this expectation that like the feud host has got to like get in there and mix it up with people. Like it's probably one of the more like uh, interactive shows with the host and, and the contestants. Cause, but I feel like deal or no deal is that easy money, f- like literally phone it in <laughs> stand there and be like, I don't know. You're going to take it or you're not going to take it. Like I don't know. Standing there. I don't give a fuck. I'm getting paid. <laughs> just like doubled over hands, uh, like fingers upon, on your temples being like, just answer the question. Uh-huh. I don't give a fuck. Like <laughs> just, they look at you as if like, uh, don't look at me. I don't give a fuck what you do. Like, I don't care if we go back to Tallahassee, empty handed <laughs> motherfucker deal or no deal. <laughs> You walk off that stage, I'm not going to know your name. 
Yeah, exactly. Sabrina, I've got I've got three other people lined up. I got three more sh- episodes to do today. Deal or no fucking deal. I don't fucking care what you do. Yeah, I'm pulling 200k an episode. That's like 13 briefcases. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a yeah. fuck. I got my briefcase. <laughs> uh, so it's Family Feud, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Family Feud ticks. Show me Family Feud. <laughs> Number one answer, Family Feud. There is something to be said about a uh, deal or no deal, watching like those people deal or no deal kind of crash and burn, crash and burn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want anyone to win on that show. I, I want somebody to like have to like buy their own plane ticket back to Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> now, if it was like you could go negative and then they were taking your personal money. Now you handy Howie Mandel, you know, $800,000. Now you're talking if he's going to hunt you down for it. Next up, best play along show, Press Your Luck versus the Newlywed Game. Newlywed Game, a game where newlyweds uh, would go on um, and each partner would have to answer questions about the other person. Who was their first crush? Uh, what's their sign? What's their favorite movie? Who's a better kisser? That kind of stuff. The entertainment value came from watching people squirm at not knowing facts about their recently betrothed, right? Yeah, and also trying to guess how mu- how in- how much in trouble they really are in. Do you think that there- so you're saying that there's like a pipeline, there's a newlywed game to divorce court pipeline? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Oh yeah. What is Deborah's birthday? Fuck. Shit. Especially, you know, uh, men of a previous era, like fucking clueless. (laughs) Um, I feel like, yeah, I think this is, um, uh, I think it's generous to call it a game show and a game because it's like personal trivia, but I think I like my my game shows more gamey. It's kind of like the dating game where it's just like an interview show almost. I guess just like a conversation show with a game show aspect to it. Yeah, because you're dealing with real people in their real lives and these questions about their personal life, which honestly, to me, uh, not interested at all. <laughs> personal lives. Like, there, there are very real world consequences to how you do on this game. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Drama. But don't you win? Don't you win something in the newlywed game? I thought. Yeah, like, there's there a is prize. a like yeah. in the dating game. In OK, so at least like it, it is that like. There's something to win, right? If you if you do if you do the best out of other con- so you've got contestants, right? That that play against each other. The ones that do the best will take something home. A marriage intact, yes. Yep, and they're gonna go home and smash. They're gonna go home and smash, and perhaps money or whatever, or vacation or a honeymoon or whatever it is that they offer them. So it was the sixties and seventies, so they probably went home with like a percolator or something. Okay, press your luck. Guys, here's another dumb, dumb one for me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, t- describe to me press your luck, and then I might remember it. Uh, yeah, so press your luck um, was the same kind of thing, trivia game. Um, and you answer trivia questions, and for every, I think the more the more questions you got right, the more spins you got on the board. And you would, like, smash a button, and then the board would light up. It was like framing the picture, uh, framing the the person, so it looked like a little Monopoly board around the around the contestant, and then they would, um, you know, smash that bell, and then it would stop, 
and there was like prizes or a whammy or like you would like win money, lose money, lose everything, that kind of stuff. As their turn was going, they would say no whammy, no whammy because they didn't want to land on a whammy. So it's basically you land on a thing and then it's the next uh, and then it's the next contestant. So like, do you land on a question or do you just land on like money? No, it's it's sort of like you you answer the questions correctly. You get yeah. spins. oh okay, okay okay spins spins gives you prizes money or whammies. I gotcha. And so whammies wipe you out. And so that's why I was like big money big money no whammies. And it was like a little guy <laughs> <who was> like <laughs> and like you lose all your shit. And so, uh, but yeah, it was uh, that's how you earn. Is that the crypt keeper? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's how you earn the money and prizes is, is getting the spins. Gotcha. And so the, the, the hard, I think the, the flaw of this game is you do well, but regardless if you do well, it's still up to chance. Right. But, uh, if it sounds like they, it was kind of fixed anyways, but anyways, like it's still, so it wasn't like, it's not that it was fixed, but originally there was. So in 1984, there was a contestant, Michael Larson, and he was able to memorize. He was such a fan of the show that he memorized the pattern and the timing of the board and when it lit up and how long it would take until it got Mm. to, I think it was like $1,200 or something, which was the top prize. So he would be able, he like practiced at home and practiced and practiced and practiced to get the timing down. And he won like a hundred grand on the show. And he wasn't exactly cheating because he just memorized the pattern, um, he, you know, it wasn't fixed or he wasn't cheating any, any, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know. I love, I love stories like that. Like people just learning how yeah. to, you know, beat the house at their own game. Um, so between the two of these, my favorite is definitely press your luck, but what do you think is the best play along show? Uh, press your luck. Cause you don't know those folks. And so you can't really play along with I guess you could play with your partner there at the same time. How would one play along with Press Your Luck? Well, because there's a trivia aspect, right? So you're yeah, still... Yeah. Yeah. There is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was... Okay. 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 Or maybe you shout, now. And you can even go, no way. I mean, you could be on their side, right? You could be like, everyone could say the no no whammy, no whammy, no whammy at home with the, along with the, the contestant mm-hmm. who's long dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I think I'm with you, Bobby. I think press your. I think I'm going to go with press your luck. I am too. I am too. Well, I think that means press your luck takes it. Next up, what do we got? Next up, it is uh, one of my personal favorites, Wheel of Fortune, versus another one of my favorites, Double Dare, best play along show. Oh, those are those two are highlights. Yeah, two classic game shows two shows that i would personally want to be on two great because i would tell you what i would fucking murder a double dare two great hosts yeah fucking mark summers alex trebek double dare yeah double dare was alex trebek are you having a stroke are you you thinking double jeopardy or something the hell are you guys talking about Alex Trebek is the Jeopardy guy. He hosts, yes, but before that, he hosted a show called Double Dare. Uh, Mark Summers, homie, is Nickelodeon. What are you thinking of, Doug? I'm thinking of the show Double Dare, hosted by Alex Trebek. The 1976 Double Dare? Yes. Play the game of Double Dare! With the host of Double Dare, Alex Trebek! 
uh, I didn't know there were two game shows called Double Dare. Because I was going Nickelodeon. Yeah, I was going Nickelodeon. Doing Nickelodeon Double Dare, 100%. What the hell is Nickelodeon Double Dare? What? What? Sam. Sam. Cor- Did you grow up in the 90s? Umbridge card. Umbridge card. Correction. Umbridge. Did you grow up in Siberia? I'm looking up the Mark Summers Double Dare, and I see this now. I do recognize this now. This is like where Gak. There was this a, is, but, this so, is baffling. They got gacked. <laughs> Double Dare, hosted by Alex Trebek before Jeopardy, was like a whole. It was a trivia thing where they were in isolation booths. No, we don't care about that. That doesn't. That doesn't exist. <sighs> for, for this. For this. For this episode of the second best show. All right, you guys. Talk about it. Even even by like cultural osmosis, I don't know how you don't know what what double like Mark Summers like Nickelodeon Double Dare was. Maybe I just like Isolation Booth <laughs> trivia shows. <laughs> I, I I looked it up. I recognize Double Dare with Mark Summers. Well, this is wild. I don't even know how to continue with the show. Um, or do you want to do you want to tag team this? Do you want to double team Sam with me? <laughs> uh, I'll double team Sam with you. Um, okay. All right, Double Dare was a family show where like competing families, usually like uh, you know, mom and dad kids, you know, the nuclear family, it would go on to Double Dare and it would start off pretty normal uh as a trivia show and they would have to answer questions, but then you could opt in at one point to do a physical challenge. Uh, and those physical challenges were a bunch of wild shit. They were just like, can you find a flag and a giant nose like full of like fake snot? Or could you like do all like all of this just like wild dumb shit that you're like as a kid, like I want to do that. I don't want to like I just want to go down a slide of slime or like uh, get disgusting. There's a bunch of of crazy physical challenges that you could do. And the set was like bananas like the production value was like i don't know pretty good it probably cost nothing to put the show together but there's like a tub of like whipped cream and they're like go find this you know yeah. tennis ball in the in this vat of whipped cream and the kids would just dive in there so some of the some of the obstacle courses were the, these are their names in one ear the sunday slide oh that sounds delicious down the hatch gumdrop brick wall the tank Doggy door, blue plate special. Um, they were all very colorful and fun, and some you had to wear helmets for. And and it was kids that were doing this, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was kids and adults. So you could like okay. watch dad making an ass out of himself, trying to like shove like like double fisting a giant nose. Um, well, that's <laughs> that's what I was wondering. Like, do the kids ever eat shit? Oh yeah. Everybody eats shit. It's a family affair of eating shit. Yeah, there's like a thousand. That, that's the thing. I'm, I'm I'm having trouble listing all of the things that they would do because um, there was just so many of them. I think one was called like human taco. Um, <laughs> it was like it was like truly batshit insane. Um, and sometimes they would like film it so you could kind of like see the thing that they were trying to find, but they couldn't. And you just be screaming at the television, like, oh, and and we were kids, so like, I want, like, it was very, it, it made me want to be in the, sh- like, I wanted to be a contestant, I wanted to be on that show very much. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, Double Dare was was great, and um, 
Sam, you should, uh, you and the whole family should uh, go and try to participate in an old episode of Double Dare. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. Uh, here's a description. Here's a description of a human taco. One player puts a giant taco shell around their waist, while their partner got containers full of various ingredients, including salsa, cheese, and lettuce. In 15 seconds or less, all three ingredients had to be dumped on the taco to win. That's real stupid. Sam, you look like you're in pain. Oh, that is my nightmare. And then and then the contestant who is dressed up as uh, the taco must be consumed, yeah. physically consumed, eaten mm-hmm. by the other yeah. contestant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want that Encyclopedia Britannica, you got to eat your dad. Well, that sounds a lot more exciting than my isolation booth game. Yeah. Uh, get fucked, original double dare. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, what do I? Sam's like, what do I win in this original I, uh, double dare game? Can I just take this isolation booth home with me? Can I just? I'll I'll just take this with me. Oh, let's see. It was nineteen seventy six to nineteen seventy seven, so it was probably a Victroller, <laughs> or maybe like a color television. Uh, best for best play a long show heads up next one is wheel of fortune you guys like wheel of fortune the great i mean as far as like being able to play along it's it's the best you could you you could yeah you can watch the show you can zone out you can watch the letters turn one by one and yeah you could be like uh trees through the forest (laughs) uh and just like guess the phrases at oh it's 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 the best for for play along Mm. How how hard do you think that wheel is to to really give a good like I can't I can't for the life of me get a good feeling of whether it's like free spinning right or like is it really like greased up or is it right like, is it hard mm, yeah feels like it's a uh, back of the day, I don't know it feels mm-hmm. like uh, it used to have some heft I it does look like it has yeah. a little bit of weight to it like you get you got to get your whole shoulder in there so. <laughs> Yeah, like you got to definitely like uh, bend at the knees. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, you could train. There's like a physical aspect to it. I could get a full 360, though. You guys, could you get a full 360? Oh, hell yeah. Huh. Uh, also wonder, too, like, do they ever have to tell people like, hey, cool it. You don't have to spin the fucking wheel that hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about prices, right? Like when they have that giant like hamster wheel kind of thing. Um, where like, you know, they got to like really pull down, like they're doing like a pull up or something. And you watch grandma and she kind of like jumps up and like pulls the whole thing down. (laughs) I was watching a clip from 2021 wheel of fortune and thank God the wheel is still analog because I feel like there's a darker timeline where they're like, just make it digital, press a button. The wheel spins. They would, that would be the downfall. Do you, do you really do you think it would be able to survive that? I, I think that yeah. I mean, it would be hard to make it like a like a press your button kind of thing because part of it is like you seal your own fate. Like you are like you're the one. Sure. Your your whatever you land on is just based purely on how how well you spun how quote unquote wheel well you spun. Yeah, it's better if you fuck you. It's more. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what I never understand on Wheel of Fortune, and I'm sure it's just me being a real big dum dum, but it's like the games on top of a game. So it's like you spin and you land on something that says like Princess Cruise Lines, and they, they take the giant cheese off of the thing and then they put it next to them. And then like you just never hear of it again. And it's like, well, wait, what happened there? Like what what are they waiting for? Is that like a is there like a game on top of a game that I'm not understanding? Cause I'm only halfway paying attention. So my perception of this, and uh, I'd have to ask my sister, who's the real wheel of fortune aficionado of the family. My, my, what I believe it was, was if you landed on that, like prize section, you had to then get the next letter. Correct. Oh. Like if you're like, R, and they're like, Show me ours. Like, nope, no ours. Then no Princess Cruise for you. Like, you guys are you guys are just going camping for the family vacation this year. You're buying your own ticket back to yeah. I I I mean yeah. Wheel of Fortune is is it's a classic. Yeah, I feel like anyone can play it. You know, can play along to like the play at home game is is fun. You know, it's great when they do like theme weeks too, where they're like it's it's South Pacific week, mm-hmm. or like you know we're in Vegas this week. We're in Hawaii. No. I'm Pat Sajak, and we're here to crush ass in Hawaii. <laughs> I'd like to guess South Central does it like nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Wheel of, Wheel of Fortune or Double Dare, <laughs> best play along show. I think it's Wheel of Fortune, right? It's Wheel of Fortune. Yep. You dip in, you dip out. Totally. Yeah, it's Wheel of Fortune for sure. Yeah. Double Dare. If we were talking about like FOMO, uh, Double Dare would win because I would love to go in that show. But play at home, game, screaming at the TV. It's Wheel of Fortune all the way. Takes it. There you go. Uh, That's our first round. It's exciting. Uh, Before we uh, move on to the second round. Uh, Yes, before we move on to the second round, um, we've got some follow-up on corrections. Um, I'll go first. Um, So we've got some follow-up from our holiday episode. We've got Roasted Chestnuts follow-up. So a friend of the show, Hannah, uh, sent a message and said, want to hear some geeked out information about why chestnuts are so prominent in a lot of older Christmas songs, but they're not very prominent in American cuisine today. And I said, yes, of course. Who are you talking to? Please lay it on me. (laughs) So I'm going to put a link in the show notes that talks all about this. The long and short of it is the chestnut blight of the early 1900s. Um, So the chestnuts that that Frank Sinatra was talking about were American chestnut trees. In the early 1900s, there was a chestnut blight. Chestnut trees from China invaded. It was like an invasive species that came in and started destroying all the American chestnut trees. Those chestnuts taste different. They're not the same. Um, There are like arborists that are trying to bring back the American chestnut tree. And they're doing that through like breeding out some of the like Chinese chestnut tree DNA. It's super interesting. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes. Well, uh, that's sad um, and also fascinating. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, I'll even go as far as say even the modern chestnuts aren't, aren't too aren't too bad they're pretty good how do you uh how do you make a chestnut bobby so i think that they can be roasted and steamed i think steamed chestnut sounds like a 60s recipe yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. 
or a maneuver, a certain kind of maneuver, the steam chestnut. The steam chestnut. Yes, exactly. A steaming got chestnut. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Just we're all on the same page. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, we're all on the yeah. same page. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait. We're on the same page. We get it. Yeah. We get it. We get it. Snake eyes. Snake eyes. Table of contents. Ori, you got any corrections for us? So, yeah, I've got a correction on myself. <laughs> when we put together our album, our Christmas album, not the draft, but when we just you know did the fun one, I mentioned that "Love Is All Around" by the by the Trogues uh, was a uh, was my Christmas song. That it's not a Christmas song. I I was what I was thinking of was the um, the Christmas Is All Around version by Billy Mac from uh, Love Actually. Hmm. Uh, uh, that's the one I meant. Anyways, corrections. Mm-hmm. That was self corrections. That was corrections and follow up. <laughs> We hope you're enjoying this very special episode of the Second Best Show. We enjoy having you here. If you'd like to help the show, go to dippers.restaurant. Wait, Sam, is that real? That sure is, Bobby. Go to dippers.restaurant and rate the show. It helps get the show in front of new friends. And again, that URL, Sam, this is real. You, you bought the domain? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's dippers.restaurant, yes. That URL again is dippers.restaurant. Thank you so much for listening. Round two. Bobby, what's our theme for round two? Uh, the theme for this round is highest highs and lowest lows. Uh, are there wild swings? Are there are there high stakes for this game show? Which one has the high stakes? Uh, big wins, big defeats. Is it is it fun to watch people win big and the opposite? Is it also fun to watch them crash and burn? Yeah. Yeah, it always is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, our first matchup is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire versus Family Feud. Would you rather watch an individual fail or an entire family fail? <laughs> Crushing defeats, uh, soaring success. Both of which are, occur on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Family Feud has definitely low lows. Kind of hard to get a high high on on Family Feud. My take on Family Feud is that I feel like there's a little bit more of a cushion when you like it doesn't have the highs are I guess the highs are fun. Everyone gets excited. Mm-hmm. But the lows like mm-hmm. the lows are OK, too, because you got your family there next to you. They're rubbing each other's shoulders and making each other feel, you know, it's not there's a cushion there. I feel like yeah. the stakes are they do that thing where they huddle up, right? Yep. Touch butts, do all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah. And then um but I feel like who wants to be a millionaire is a lot of more of like a solo endeavor. Mm-hmm. Like you're out there, the the hot the hot lights are on mm-hmm. you. You're sweating it out. You've got your like significant other in the back, like that they show over the yeah. over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I feel like the highest highs and the lowest lows. I feel comes from who wants to be a millionaire over Family Feud. Yeah. Yeah, because even if uh, people are kind of like uh, screwing it up on Family Feud, they're not losing out on a whole lot, and it's also kind of funny because mm-hmm. then also their family kind of starts 
you know, like donkey on their own. Getting razzed by your brother-in-law. And- <laughs> yeah, it's like every, <laughs> in Family Feud, there's always that one. You know, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, here's Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca. Kier- Kierurston. Um, highest highs, lowest lows. It's, it's who wants to be a millionaire. The stakes are so high. <laughs> they are. Um Oh God! And especially at times where like the stakes yeah. are real high, and oh, they yeah. phone a friend that oh. their friend is wrong, oh, or their friend is like, oh. super, yeah, and their friend's like, "Trust me, dude. Trust me. It's Denver, Colorado. I've been there a thousand times. It's definitely Denver, Colorado. Pete, trust me." And then, yeah, it's like I don't know. I think it's Mount Everest. And, no, 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 no. And everybody no. at home is like, "Pete, no, no, pull the audience." 50-50. Do you think he's ever, Do you think he's ever talking to Pete again after that? They're done. My favorite is when they blow like all three lifelines on like a <laughs> on like a on like know, a thousand dollars or uh, something like real near the front. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Regis gets that look on his face. Do you guys remember when Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was on every day, sometimes twice a day? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was when it got syndicated, and that wasn't Regis, right? Or what? Did he stay on there for like the longest time? It was no. That was. I think that was still. That was. It still was Regis. prime time every day. Uh, so it's who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, who wants to be? It takes it. <laughs> so who wants to be a millionaire? Takes it. Family Feud. Everybody can argue about whose fault it is. In the in the van to the airport. <laughs> uh, next up. Press your luck versus Will of Fortune. <laughs> High highs, low lows. Press your luck. So these are these are two kind of similar games because you're all putting your fate and your chance mm-hmm. in this randomized wheel that you're essentially spinning. Um, I think that uh, the the lows of wheel of fortune feels real bad (laughs) when someone loses (laughs) because you kind of had to earn all that stuff that you got by solving puzzles right and then also you know guessing letters it's also a little bit of like a face (laughs) palm when like literally everybody knows the answer except for the person who's supposed to be guessing it dude yeah yes when you are screaming at the tv i'm going i have to go with my gut here my gut just says wheel of fortune I, well, can I ask you guys a question? Um, actually, a, r- a real question. Yeah. Wheel of Fortune, they could stand to lose more, right? Is there more an accumulation of of winnings as opposed to press your luck? It's hard to compare because they're two, two different times. Um, I feel like they were kind of similar, though. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of similar stakes. I think like the, the addition to... Well, I think you can win prizes on both now because there's like the prize pieces on the wheel and all that. So um, I think you stand to lose more in Wheel of Fortune if you play well and you spin okay. well. There are, uh, there are less opportunities to bankrupt yourself yeah. in Wheel of Fortune, right? Because there's just the one bankrupt, right? But like pressure, like it's not uncommon to get wiped out and then rebuild and then because like whammies are kind of frequent. Yeah. Yeah, so that's more like a roller coaster throughout like the whole show. So like, I feel like mm-hmm. Wheel of Fortune, you're leading up to that like final puzzle. Um, so I feel like the I feel like it's Wheel of Fortune because yeah, that's a that's a kind of crushing when they don't make yeah. it, you know? Yeah. 
I know. When literally everybody is shouting, uh, home home is where the heart is. Home is where the heart is. Home is where the heart is. And you're like, you're screaming it. Uh, I'm with you guys. I think highest highs, lowest lows, wheel of fortune. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a press your luck aficionado, so. It's wheel. wheel of it's fortune. the wheel. It's the wheel. It's wheel, Are fans baby. of wheel of fortune called wheelers? America's game. <laughs> Soldiers of fortune. Wheel takes that's an official takes it. No takesy backsies. We're moving into the final round. How do you guys feel about celebrities on game shows? So like when there's like celebrity Jeopardy or celebrity um, who wants to be a millionaire and they're playing for charity. Do we like it? I'd rather watch, you know, uh, everyday Americans try to, uh, you know, win a fortune, um, perhaps, or fail trying than celebrities playing for their charity of choice, which is usually their, uh, their tax haven. Yeah, exactly. Bobby boats, man of the people, man of the people, baby. You know, I don't, you know, what's more egregious. Um, there are some, uh, game shows that are specifically only celebrity. Yeah. Your passwords, your pyramids, your what have you. Or your what have you's. Well, isn't wasn't pure it wasn't password like you you it's like a it was like a two people, right? And one of them was a celebrity and one was like a regular Yeah, I think so. Person. Yeah. One of them was celebrity. I think that one I think that one was kind of fun to like see that. Yeah. As um but like the one where they're like uh where it was like a Pictionary show and it was like just basically all like celebrity buddies. And uh, it was just like okay, like mm. See, now I get why you didn't want to do Hollywood Squares for uh, for this episode. Yeah. I'll tell you what I would watch, a celebrity newlywed game. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. Yeah, right. What's in the finals, guys? Final matchup. It's a heads-up matchup. It is who wants to be a millionaire versus Wheel of Fortune. And again, it's the finals. We got no theme. It's just head-to-head, just right up against each other. Yep. Okay, let's take a moment. This We're deciding our second best, right? Yeah. So what was our first best? Real quick here, yeah, guys. Let's what was our, our lockouts? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk lockouts real quick. So our lockouts, we had two lockouts, right? We had uh, Jeopardy was one, and we had Price is Right was the other. Yeah, I locked out Price is Right. I just feel like a show I, I just love to watch. Maybe not so much a fan of the Drew Carey years, but uh, still a show I love to watch. Love the games. Love the ridiculous over-the-top set and mm-hmm. – like production of it. Good memories show. I'd want to be on. Um, How do you think you would do? You know, I, I might do okay. I think, uh, you know, also too, even if I just got on there and just spun that big ass wheel, I'd just be happy. That's what I want. I just want to spin the wheel. Yeah. I just want to spin the wheel. Yeah. And just hear that. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. I just think I'd be happy to be like in the audience. Like the audience just seems like they're always fucking hyped. Like, it does seem like like it just seems like an experience on ironic fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Would you be that dude that always like went like a dollar over? Oh, yeah, I'd definitely be that bitch who's like one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and I even like look smug at both the people next to me yeah. and be like, that's right. That's fucking one dollar. You Bobby's not there to make friends. I'm there for the boat, motherfucker. Bobby's winning that showcase showdown. So I can showcase boat down. 
Is it is it without going over? Is it get close? Closest with closest without going. Oh, yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So you go. So you go down. Okay. I got. Yeah. It. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's the strategy. Do you like the tall microphone? Yep. I always wanted one of those. I wish I could do this show with that microphone. With the pencil mic. Yep. That could be arranged. Could it now? Can I get one just like that? I don't see why not. Uh, it would like make my year to have a Bob Barker microphone and then produce the show on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how little it takes to please me in 2022. <laughs> Corey, what is, what is it about uh, Jeopardy? Oh, I think it's just the it's just you. It's everywhere. It's the it's the thing, right? Like even everyone knows it's the game right? show, isn't it? It's the game show. Yeah. yeah. Like everyone knows it. I commend them for sticking with the answer question format, mm-hmm. like just being like, no, this is this is our show. Yeah. And you know who doesn't do that? You. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I feel like these three like Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune. Well, I guess Price is right. Right. Like this is the kind of the last one standing almost like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of new BS ones and a lot of ra- like anonymous singing ones, which I don't count. We'll get those in, a- in another episode. But uh, as far as like the classic style, Jeopardy is like kind of like you can always watch it. I feel like no matter what year you turned into. That's true. Yes. Like tuned into, you could watch it, learn something. It's interesting. Um, I feel like Wheel of Fortune is like that to some extent as well. It's all, you know, word puzzles always kind of relevant and and fun. Brain teaser. It's evergreen. It's timeless. For sure. Uh, All right. So we got a trivia show versus a word. Yeah, like a word puzzle, word show. puzzle show. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's a lot. There's a lot more to it than just the word puzzle. You sure. have to like, you have to, you know, earn your wor- your letters, and it's yes, you have to spin. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You have to spin. It's not just that you spin. You you buy your word your letters. Well, there's some strategy, right? Like you 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 spin. You get a lot a lot of money, and then you maybe want to try and guess you know, uh, the repeated letters, right? So you get more money. Mm-hmm. And so there's a little bit of strategy involved. Yeah. You know, just pure enjoyment factor. I have to go with Wheel of Fortune. I just like watching Wheel of Fortune better. Yeah. I just like him. Yeah. For me, it's Wheel Baby. <laughs> it's Wheel of Fortune. Are you going to come with us, Ori? Uh, spin, spin me round, round, baby. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I am gonna follow the pack here. Yes, we're gonna be. We're all gonna be drift compatible. I'd like to buy a wheel and have <laughs> it be one of fortune. See, you ne- you you said that, and now like I just want a wheel. Like I want the wheel in my mm-hmm. living room. I want to clear out all of the like furniture and everything, and just have a wheel in there. Well, this has been. Uh, an absolute pleasure. Do you guys have any other uh, honorable mentions for game shows that didn't get uh, mentioned on the show that you that you dig? I like Hollywood Squares. I don't know why. I like like celebrity banter. It's the stupidest shit in the world, but for some reason I love it. Um, I like the new ones. I like the old ones. It's literally just tic tac toe. Like that's that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite? Uh, um. Hollywood Squares celebrity. Bruce Valanche. Bruce Valanche. Yes. Yes. Classic gay Hollywood Squares. <laughs> Bruce Valanche. 
Um, one of my favorites is kind of a, a little known one. It was called Concentration. Uh, also had a video game. Uh, have you guys seen this? No, I don't know this. It is a show called Concentration. And what it is, is it's a basically um, an image or a series of images. And it's supposed to like, you're supposed to guess what the phrase is based on what this connection of images are. So let's say like the phrase was like American is apple pie. It might be like American flag and then an apple and then like the symbol for pie. And you would, that's a very rudimentary one, but sometimes it would be longer phrases with a bunch of uh, images that you would have to guess. And that was pretty fun. So it's kind of like hmm. baller dash. Like it's like baller. Yeah, yeah. Baller dash, the actual game show. Yeah. That's yeah. A good one. Shout out to the dating game which was a show in which uh, contestants interviewed three people behind a veil or behind a, you know, a wall, um, asked them a series of risque questions. And then they went on the date with the uh, person that they, they, they wanted to, that had the best answers. Uh, special shout out to that show that had not one, but two murderers. <laughs> Um, as the, uh, possible dates. <laughs> so it's like a woman dating in real life then. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah. The odds are, odds are 30% um, chance that you're, yeah. It sounds like the worst version of the Monty Hall game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only one door is not a murder. <laughs> she, <laughs> uh, she did choose him. Um, and, uh, when asked what his best time would be, he answered nighttime. He said, night times when it really gets good. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you think we whammied, let us know. Check out our website um, at the secondbestshow.com or secondbest.show or dippers.restaurant for links to past shows, past episodes, um, and lots of other goodies. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 In Britain, they dial 999 in emergencies instead of this number we use. Jackie. What is 411? Nope.